0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Boy, boy, do we have content to discuss. Um, just an unfathomable amount of content dropped on Friday when I was not here to play it. I was away for the entire weekend back home on Long Island with family and friends. I returned Sunday, began to grind, and then quickly realized, wow, I'm going to need a lot more time. ...to grind and catch up, because missing the first two days of a new set and season, you're behind immediately. But we're going to catch up real quick. Still, that does not preclude me from talking about all the new content. I've perused it, I've viewed it, I've experienced some of it, playing the moments and such, so we're going to talk about all of it here. not going to grade every card per se, but I think you guys will get the gist of what I think about the cards based on talking about them. Uh, Really quick programming note before we begin... Turns out you guys hated Sporkle Fridays on YouTube. That's fine. I don't care for views uh, as, as far as like hunting for them. I'm not going to stop doing stuff if it doesn't get views. But based on the engagement that I saw, we're not going to do Sporkle Fridays anymore. We're going to think of some new type of content series. I'm kind of thinking about maybe asking you guys for what your current god squads look like, and then I'll use your god squad as my god squad and ranked for a game, something like that. I don't really do gameplay on my channel very much, but... Maybe now's the time to bring it back and see how it goes. Regardless, you don't care about that. You're here for set three. So the first thing we're going to do here, we're going to talk about the best slash second best slash at worst third best card in the game. Ellie De La Cruz. Where the hell can I find this card? Here we go. Cycle. Incredible card art. Chase pack. I know that sucks. It's unfortunate. Ellie De La Cruz. A comment quickly on the whole best card every set being in the chase pack. Do I agree with it? No. At this point, though, I've accepted it. Again, that doesn't mean I'm okay with it. It just means that it's continued to happen. I'm seeing the trend. I'm accepting of the fact that it's it's occurred. I hope it changes in the future. I don't think it will this year. That's my spiel. But Ellie De La Cruz. Max against righties. Max Clutch. 112 contact left, 104 power left. His vision, 91, is a little eh, but his swing is electric. It makes up for it. He's an incredible fielder. He's got a max arm. He's got perfect base running stats. He's a switch hitter, which we know. I've played one game with him. I'm one for four. Should have been two for four. One of them was a perfect, perfect one hop ground out to shortstop. That made me very mad because I scorched that ball. But Ellie De La Cruz is disgusting. He's gonna be a nightmare for every single person who pitches to him. I can't even begin to describe how I'm gonna attack him as a pitcher because I don't even want to throw to him. This car is nuts, nuts, nuts. Unfortunately, he's also 520,000 stubs. I paid 550,000 stubs. As you guys know from maybe last episode, a little stub rich. Now, all my stubs are gone. Uh, But Ellie De La Cruz is disgusting. And if you can save him, if you can pull him, if you can steal him from your friend. I don't even know if that is possible. Go get Ellie De La Cruz. Next, I should have just stayed there. We're going to talk about the 12-win event reward. And then we'll go look at the event itself. Jonah Heim. So here's my, my opinions on Jonah Heim. He's 175k because he's 12 wins. Cool card. Good for Rangers fans. This is by no means a bad card. Unfortunately, during this set and during this program, we're going to talk about these cards I'm about to mention specifically in a moment. They dropped a World Series reward, Sean Murphy, that I would argue is a better card. Uh, they dropped a collection reward, Adley Rutschman, that I would argue, I don't even think you need to argue it. It's just fact, is a better card, a better 99. Proof that not all 99s are created equal. Um, Joe Mauer exists. He's better. I think I'd rather use Kyle Schwarber behind the plate. I know Jonah Heim's fielding is electric, and that might be controversial to some people by saying I'd rather use Schwarber. But I don't think Jonah Heim is for me. Now, what makes Jonah Heim better is that he's max clutch. So if you use him as a reserve catcher, I kind of like this strategy. You use him as your backup catcher. You get the matchup with a runner on second or third base. So you get the platoon matchup because he's a switch hitter. He's going to be better in the field. And I actually really love having switch hitters on the bench, whether you're going to use him to pinch hit for your catcher or another position. I think Jonah Heim has a place. I'm not saying he's a bad card. I just think he's so, so compared to a lot of the other stuff that come out. Either way, though, very cool that Jonah Heim got this type of card. Now let's go look at the event. Guys, this... this podcast episode is going to be a little helter-skelter scatterbrained because there is so much freaking content to go over. I keep writing it down as I remember all the stuff to go over. We have a 95 Will Smith closing pitcher card. Statistically, well, attribute-wise, this is an excellent card. Especially as a lefty reliever. The problem that holds Will Smith back is that He's Joe Random Pitches. Four-seam slider, curveball, circle change is not going to do much. And he doesn't have a deceptive enough delivery to be effective. You need a a cheap lefty, by all means go use him. I probably will see him in ranked at some point. I just don't think he is usable. And it's not because of the way the card... The card is built appropriately. It's actually built very well. And if another reliever had a funkier delivery with these attributes... Or maybe these attributes with one more meta pitch, we'd be talking about a usable card. In my opinion, Will Smith just is missing the mark. 97, Jim Edmonds. A, is this a home run derby card? Or, yes, this is a home run derby card. Uh, we've still not gotten the cracked Jim Edmonds that we're going to get at some point. You know, this is going to be a sick BR card. Use him in an events run. Have a blast. You're just not going to use him in ranked. Uh, a lot of, we uh, a lot of these event cards have not been ranked usable. I don't think any of them have been. Um, like I said, I actually think Will Smith is built better of the two of them. But this is... Uh, I mean, in BR, Jim Ed- this Jim Edden is going to slap. This Jim Edmonds is going to be incredible. So we've tackled Ellie. We've tackled the event. Let's go to... Oh, I forgot another thing we got to talk about. This episode might be long. I really don't want it to be too long, but we'll see where we go. Let's go to tops now. How's that sound? Let's go to uh, other programs... Tops now. We're going we're gonna to save the Team Affinity stuff for later on because I know that's what everybody wants. We're going to drop that volume down because the static is still here. Uh, Jared Triolo. Cool. Moving on. Jared Duran. Uh, he has an electric swing. I'm being 100% honest here. I actually really like this card. He is not a God Squad card. He's a ton of fun to use. Red Sox team team is going to be a beast. I mean, honestly, a sneaky BR pick. Just because his swing is so good, his power kind of plays up a little bit. He's gonna be great in the field, he's fast. Jared Duran, cool chord. And then Domingo Herman, perfect game. Listen. I'm a Yankee fan. I think Domingo Herman has done a bad thing in his life. So I was I was whatever on the perfect game. Excellent accomplishment. I don't feel like I need to celebrate the person. However, SDS, you need to explain something to me. Domingo Herman threw a perfect game. That means not a singular base runner reached the bases. Why is his hits per nine 115 and not max? And why is his BB per nine 102 and not max? He did not allow a base runner. Riddle me that. Uh, Either way, I don't think Domingo Herman is great. It would have been excellent if they added a fifth pitch, like a slider to his arsenal. He He kind of sometimes throws something that moves like that. It's whatever. I think Domingo Herman will be used. I'm not going to be one of the ones who does so, but Domingo Herman is here. And now tops now, of course, led directly into monthly awards. Before we talk about Shohei, we're gonna work from the front of the program. Captain, I love that the captains are 95s. They did that across the board for Team Affinity set th- or or for set three, Team Affinity included. I think that was the right move, the right way to go. Ron Guidry, he sucks, but he's the June captain, and he gave a nice little boost when I was grinding the June monthly award stuff out. Charlie Blackman, Uh, you either love Charlie Blackman or hate Charlie Blackman. I hate his swing. I wish I didn't, because sometimes he has really fun, beefy cards. But it's a captain. We're not here judging captains for that purpose. He gives a decent little boost to these June cards. I hate, though, that they do the minus fielding ability for Tier 1 and Tier 2. They remove it for Tier 3. You know, he's, he's a captain. Taylor Rodgers 95 overall. He's got a sinker, he's got a cutter. He only throws 3 pitches. And I think Taylor Rodgers is a very hittable card just because of his de- release. I don't think it's that deceptive. That being said, we're in a new set. It's early in a new set. Lefties are hard to come by cuz we just eliminated all the set 1 lefties. I kind of like Taylor Rodgers as a bullpen option here. He's not in mine. That doesn't mean he's not like a fringe option that I could rotate in and out. He's 116 hit per nine, 99 break. He's got high pitching clutch, sinker cutter. It sucks that he's got three pitches, but if you're good with him, I think he is very much in play for your bullpen, and I don't think you should hesitate if you're in need of a lefty. Patrick Bailey, switch hitting catcher. It's, the, the 95s for these monthly awards often aren't great. However, I do think they did a good job of building these as 95s. I think they scaled down the categories on the cards that don't matter. And they juiced up a lot of stuff. My one comment I will make on many of these cards is they really tanked the vision on a lot of them. And that, unfortunately, is annoying for some people. For me, it happens to be a little bit annoying. Maybe it doesn't impact you as much. And that's great. That's good for you. Patrick Bailey's a switch-hitting catcher. He's got high fielding and still pretty decent offensive stats. Usually when they have high fielding, they they tank the offense. This card is pretty decent. Gregory Santos. Honestly, this is going to embarrass me, maybe. Never heard of this guy, (laughs) and I'm a baseball fan. But he had a great string in June, and he throws hard with a sinker. Go ahead and use him if you'd like to. I think the one thing holding him back, if we're being honest and grading or assessing cards in fairness is that for a leverage reliever who has velocity, his 103 hit per nine is admittedly a little low. For a starter, we can we can run with 103 hits per nine. It's a different type of ball game in comparison. For relievers in leverage situations with runners on base and whatnot, I'd like that hit per nine to be up. I know his pitching clutch is good, but runners in scoring position, that's the only time that's affected. I do think 103 is a little low. Still, not a bad card. You want to use him, go for it. SDS always does a very good job of building relievers a very good job. This one is built almost perfectly well. Almost perfectly well. Geraldo Perdomo. Um he's a fun card. Nothing great about him. He's max contact versus left. Uh he doesn't run well enough to be a, a pinch runner. He doesn't field well enough. He fields very well, but he doesn't feel like field at that level to be like a defensive replacement plus he only plays short and second. He's just a fun card. Good for Geraldo Perdomo. Scott, is it Mag- Mago? Can someone correct me if they know how to say his name? I should have looked beforehand. Scott Magoo. It's not, it's not how you say it. Um, He's a cool story. I believe he came back into the bigs after some time away. Again, correct me. I might be confusing him with somebody. Uh, he, he is what he is. The reason he's not in bullpens is because he doesn't truly have a meta pitch. But again, he's built well. And SDS does a very good job of building relievers. So Scott, Scott Magoober is here. Key, Brian Hayes. Okay. This is a fun card. Max Fielding, because he's in an excellent, excellent defensive third baseman. Max Clutch is very nice. If you have Max Clutch, in my opinion, you're automatically in the running for a bench spot, and I will not make fun of you for using the card. The obvious drawbacks here are the 63 power versus right, which is probably accurate, but it's comically funny especially because this is a 95 overall card. Um, and the vision being bad. Again, Cabrian Hayes, in my opinion, actually is a pretty fun swing. I, I'm not going to knock this card. Pirates fans, you got a good Cabrian Hayes to use here. You want to put him on your bench, I understand. I He wouldn't be my top option to do so. But again, 125 clutch, you're in the running. That's just how SDS has worked the game this year. Mark Leiter, we have a legitimate bullpen option. Legitimate, legitimate. This card is very good. He's got max hit per nine. We're already in business with max hit per nine as a reliever. Then you add in a primary splitter with a sinker and a cutter. We are talking turkey with this card. In my opinion, why I'm not using Mark Leiter is twofold. Number one, 76 velocity is low for an arm coming out of the bullpen. You want to use him as a change of pace guy? That's possible. But the other reason I play a lot of BR, I see him all the time in BR. All the time. Because he's a very good BR card as a silver. He's not surprising me anymore. That is totally anecdotal for me. You guys might have different opinions and your opinions are just as valid as what I just said. I'm just offering my opinion as to why I'm not going to use him. Because I feel like others might have seen him like I have. If you don't care for that opinion, or if you think that's not a big a deal, as I'm making it. Very, very, very good reliever for the beginning of set three. Lane Thomas, he is a lefty killer who can field, who can throw, who's 96 speed. He is in play as a bench option. 119 clutch is damn near excellent. It's not perfect, but it's very good. Lane Thomas is an option. Dylan Cease, he sucks. Moving on. Not really. He's built very well. He just doesn't have the pitch mix. You could argue that his changeup is pretty deceptive coming out of the hands because of his arm angle, but I don't think he's going to fool anybody on higher difficulties. I don't think he's worth our time. Getting to the 97s, Ranger Suarez is very good. He's got a sinker. He's got a cutter. He's got five pitches. He throws with the Alex Young delivery. Or maybe Alex Young throws with the Ranger Suarez delivery. I don't know who's stolen from who. This is a good card, though. 103 hit per nine. 97 break. 99 homer per nine, which is an offline stat. If you play offline, good for you. Uh, 118 pitching clutch is excellent. This K per nine's a little low. A lot of foul balls, perhaps. But this is a good card. And I would not be shocked if I went against it in ranked or in other places. Hasung Ha Sung Kim. Uh, these cards, Hassan Kim Karns, are all rendered useless by the fact that he has the most dog shit swing in this game. It's either him or Yoshi Sutsugo, And honestly, they might have the same swing. Um, the card is very balanced, it feels very well, and that's about it. That's really all it does as far as standout qualities. Brock Stewart this is a very good card. Sinker-cutter slurve, throws hard. But it's my same complaint that I had with Gregory Santos... And now he's at a 97 with this same complaint. His hits per nine is too low. In my opinion, that's going to stop a lot of people, including myself, from using this card. But that's nitpicking. He's got everything else you want. High Velo, almost max break. It'll be max at P1. BB per nine is great, which can help counteract that 80 control. His pitch and clutch is pretty good as well. Strikes a lot of guys out. I just wish the hits per nine was a little higher. If we get this card to 108, 110 hits per nine, something like that, I'm in. I'm using them. 100 is just kind of low. Then Josh Zborz. Is the S silent? Is it just Bors? Somebody help me. Uh, max hit per nine. Max pitch and clutch. Max break high Velo. But he's only four seam slider slurve. And for pitch mix alone, I don't think he's worth our time. But built like a great card. This card has a lot of potential. It's just unfortunate that that's his pitch mix. Nothing we can do about that. Um, But he's here if you want to use him. Now we get to the beefiness. Brandon Drury, what a good card. And if you use the captain boost, he's really, really, really good. Brandon Drury has an excellent swing. He plays a lot of positions. Second, first, third, left, right. Fields well, 90 fielding. So he won't be a problem. His 61 arm is a little problematic in left and right field, plus his 52 speed's not great there either. I'd probably keep him in the infield. He doesn't do anything exceptionally well, though. He's a good bench player for his positional flexibility. I don't know if you bring him off the bench per se as a pinch hitter. 111 clutch is not max, and his other hitting stats are basically the same. But his swing makes up for a lot of stuff. He might have some utility for the right player. Michael Harris. What a fun card. He just misses the mark for ranked play for me. Max contacts are great, but it goes away with 107 clutch if you have runners on base. Michael Michael Harris is the perfect leadoff hitter. I think his 75 power versus right plays up. I think the 72 power versus left is unfortunate. It is what it is. He's got almost max speed, 92 fielding, 90 arm. He's a BR card, and events demon. I love him in this event, especially with the captain boost. It's just, you know, it's unfortunate that's how he's built. That's what this build... I mean, this build is good if you give him, like, 90 power versus both sides. Then we're talking about a God Squad type of card. It's just a little low, and it is what it is. Christian Walker, one of the elite swings in this game. He's a BR card just because the way he's built. It is what it is. It's not a bad card by any means. It's just not a God Squad-worthy card. You guys need to keep in mind when I give a lot of these reviews, I'm giving the reviews as if I'd use them on a God Squad. I know a lot of people use them in other modes. Maybe they don't play ranked. It is what it is. That's just how I give my reviews. That's what I base my reviews on. This is a fun card. If I get them in BR, I'm happy to draft them, because like I said, Elite Swing. Just for God Squad, there's a lot of other options. Reed Detmers. Um, very well-built card. Very well-built. Not deceptive enough to be in your rotation. There's a lot of other free options that are better. Domingo Herman, for example. Um... Mitch Keller from set two, for example. Just kind of thinking off the top of the head. Not a good pitch mix. Reed Detmers is kind of forgettable. Uh, Ezekiel Duran is the best card not named Shohei Otani in this drop. Ezekiel Duran is on my bench. In the gameplay video, the, the how to pitch with video, I should say, that you're going to see on Thursday, you're not going to see the performance of Ezekiel Duran. But quick situation here. I was up by a run or two. My opponent brought in Franco to face Corey Seager. Lefty-lefty matchup. John Franco, my opponent doesn't realize, is my girlfriend. I absolutely destroy that card from the back. I brought in Ezekiel Duran to face the lefty. Ezekiel Duran is max versus lefties on both sides. 119 clutch brings that contact down just a little bit, depending on the situation. Hardly a problem. Ezekiel Duran hit a perfect, perfect shot off John Franco, and then in his next at-bat, off a righty, against which he's 119 with runners in scoring position and 73 power. He hit a perfect, perfect two-run single. Ezekiel Duran has an electric swing. He went two for two with four RBIs in that game. And he plays so many positions. I think, in my opinion, early in set three, this is a must-use card on your bench. Yes, his 67 vision is bad. Yes, I said vision is a problem this year with a lot of these cards, specifically in this content drop. However, his swing is one of the swings that can make up for it. Aaron Judge's swing cannot make up for it. Ezekiel Duran can. He plays the field exceptionally well. He's got 99 arm. He's got 89 speed. He rakes against lefties. He's a bench card. Perfect, prototypical bench card. Go use him. You'll thank me later. Brian Bello. Bello Brian Bello. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, God Squad starting card. I think he's pretty good. He's not making my team, but I can see why you'd use him. Sinker, cutter, kind of different delivery. He's really short. At least his card... It says he's 6'1". His avatar looks short. Maybe I'm wrong here. Um, the big hindrance here for me is the 82K per night. It's going to be way too many foul balls. But from a pitch mix standpoint and other attribute standpoint, 110 hits per night for a starter, he's good. Yelly bombs! This is the highest rated Yelly we've had. I don't know why it's not loading on my screen at this current moment. So w- maybe we'll get there in a second. Hello? We're going to have to improv here. I've been disconnected from the show online. That's a very weird thing to say because I shouldn't be. Hold on. I guess I'll fix it. One second. Um, Are we going to have to just do this live now? Hold on. I might have to do a a rare pause in my podcast recording. Yeah, I'm going to have to. All right. We're pausing right here, guys. I'll be back in a second. Okay. I've weirdly returned. I don't know what happened here, but we're back. Let's go back really quickly and finish up. I don't know what the hell happened there. Let's go back and finish this up. Um, Christian Yelich. This is the highest rated Christian Yelich we've had this year. It's also worse than the 97. Uh, The 97 was electric. It was set one, though. Now we have a set three Christian Yelich. I don't think he does anything well enough to be on your team. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for the juicy 99 Christian Yelich that we are going to get at some point. It is going to be an absolute demon. This card is not it, but we will get one soon. And finally, Shohei. Shohei is made better as a pitcher in this card because they added a sinker and they gave him a slurve instead of a slider. His control is bad. Very not good. Um, But I think Shohei gets away with that a little bit because his pitches move so much. Offensively, he is a DH candidate. However, his 61 vision is bad. And in my opinion, Shohei is the type of hitter who can be affected by that. There are some people who don't care. There are some people who just rake like it's nobody's business with Shohei. And to you, sirs and madams, I applaud you. I am not one of those people. I generally struggle with Shohei cards. For that reason, I am strictly using him as a pitcher. I don't even have him on the bench. Maybe that's a mistake. I'm open to be convinced otherwise. It's early in the set and the season. I'm open to tinkering. Let me know what you guys think about Shohei. I think this is an excellent lightning card. I do think it is the best lightning card. I'm just a little upset at the vision. If you're going to tank something on one of these cards, pick something else. Maybe tank the discipline a bit and bump the vision up. Balance those two things out a little more. Maybe the the, the durability tank just a, a tick till we can add some. You know, we could we could tinker here and there. Still a great card, totally worth the grind. It will be used a ton in Rank Seasons, and this is a very good card. Let's give one grade out of all the cards we've talked about. I'm going to give it a solid A. The only reason it's not an A+, because of the vision. Okay, we're moving on. God, we have so much to talk about. Let's go to the World Series, the new Rank Rewards. I'm not going to bother talking about the um, the henchmen you get along the way. They're Whatever. But look at these three demons. Sean Murphy, what a good, balanced card. I think offensively, he's not going to be the catcher you want to use. He's excellent. But like Adley, switch hitter who's nuts. Joe Maurer, great swing hits both sides well. Maybe one of the best cards of all time. Sean Murphy's good. I think he's the clear third choice here. Satchel Paige, with what Ramon said is the quicker delivery... I cannot wait to use this card. I'm absolutely going to either purchase it or take it from the pack. He throws a sinker. He throws ungodly hard. Just a great card all around. My first pick, though, is going to be Mr. Juan Soto. Why? Because I am cracked with every Juan Soto card, as a lot of people are. He's got the best swing, uh, top five swing in the game Max Clutch makes up for the 102 contact versus left. His power of 104 versus left certainly plays higher than that. And they made him 81 on the field with 82 arm and 84 reaction. So if you put him in left field, he's not going to kill you. Like that card quite a bit. Now, when we talk about... What do we go to next? What do we go to next? There's a Diamond Duo pack. Might as well talk about the Diamond Duo pack. Buy packs. We're not going to actually buy them here. The Diamond Duo Packs. Kyle Tucker, what a good card. He was one of the most underrated cards in set one. He's back. It's pretty similar to that card. And he hits lefties, better than he hits righties, and he has max clutch. If you want an affordable, well, depending on your definition of affordable, $48,000 right field, forty thousand dollars $48,000 stub right fielder, Kyle Tucker's very good. Then the other card is Camilo Duvall, He's going to be in a lot of bullpens. I've yet to get him. He's only 38K. It might be worth picking him up now, actually, before the Diamond Duo pack goes away. Slider, cutter, sinker, max hit per nine, damn near max K per nine, max break, max velo, 120 pitch and clutch. This card's actually disgusting. I might actually, I'm going to write him down right now so I don't forget. I might purchase him after this recording is over. Uh, Camilo Duvall is disgusting. While we're in the pack menu, they released draft day packs. Just unbelievable cards here. Paul Skeen's. Spoiler alert is this Thursday's How to Pitch with Video. He's incredible. Go get him. He's a top five pitcher in the game, hands down. Dylan Cruz is my new starting left fielder, at least for a little while. He's a center field card, so he's in his secondary position. Such a good swing, such a fun card. Max Clutch, great fielding, great speed, insane card. Max Clark is also very good. I know Magunsky and Chev both did draft team videos and loved this guy's swing. I have not used him. I don't think he's as good as Dylan Cruz. That's why I took Dylan Cruz instead of Matt Clark. But still, an excellent card. So many of these guys to talk about. Wyatt Langford falls behind the other 99s, but I mean, how could you complain? Look at at this build. This card is just... This card's nutty. Then we get... I, I can't go over every single card. We got Walker Jenkins. He's here. We got Jacob Wilson. He's here. Rhett Louder is a guy... He throws a sinker. Blake Mitchell has a really nice swing. Chase Dollander, he throws exceptionally hard. Five pitches with a sinker. Low key, if this card had better hits per nine, he'd be usable. Noble Meyer, he's a guy. His fastball's 98. His circle change is 79. So if you're trying to throw people off, Noble Meyer. Tommy Troy, he's got two first names. He also plays a lot of positions. He's kind of whatever. Uh, Kyle Teal, he looked like he had a nice swing. He's a catcher who could play left, center, and right. And he can run a little bit. Interesting catcher option on a budget. Jacob Gonzalez doesn't do anything spectacular. Enrique Bradfield Jr., same thing. Max base runner, though. And if you're looking for a max base runner who is 11K, Enrique Bradfield Jr. Kind of interesting. Plus, he's max in the field. Kind of a cool card. Um, I lost my place here. Here we go. Oh, we're back. Okay, those are all the draft cards. Draft cards, super cool. Look out this week for All-Star and Home Run Derby packs as well. If you guys are listening to this on Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, you've probably already seen the Home Run Derby packs. I'm recording this as the Home Run Derby is going on. If you guys see me turning to the right, I'm watching the Home Run Derby. Pete Alonso's about to hit, by the way. We need Pete Alonzo to win. Future you, future us knows who did win, but I'd like Pete Alonzo to win because I want a beefy 99. Moving on. I'm running out of fucking steam here. Um, let's do, uh, let's do the set three program. We're not going to talk about every single card in depth because that's just effing impossible at this point. The NL all-stars pack. I'll tell you who to pick out of this one. Pick Josh Hader. Pick Devin Williams. And that's it. Pick those two guys. Devin Williams and Josh Hader. They're excellent. The AL all-star pack. Uh, don't pick any of these players. However, Josh Young is very good against lefties if you need a budget bench bat for some reason. Um, this Kenley is not nearly as good as the free 99 Kenley. This Jordan is not that good. Yeah, this this pack kind of stinks. 97 Trout for BR, though. That's kind of cool. Season 3 XP bosses. I have opinions here. I think these cards are absolutely Insane. The names are a little weird, but the cards are really good. Jock Peterson is the best bench bat in the game. The best bench bat in the game. He has max power versus both sides and he has max clutch. He is going to hit with runners in scoring position both hands perfectly. He's got one of the best swings in the game. He's got 97 vision, which is fine with his swing. Jock Peterson is definitely going to be on my god squad. Mike Cameron is such a cool card. I'm anxious to see how he plays. I'm going to give him a shot. I don't quite know. He's not replacing Mickey Mantle, but Mike Cameron, new legend, kind of cool. Marcus Semien, this is such a good second baseman. He has an elite swing. The 91 power versus left's a little concerning, but he's got Max Clutch. Zach Gallen, I don't think these cards are ever good. I think he's not deceptive, but he's got a sinker cutter this time, so we'll see. And then Buck O'Neill, such a well-built card. I love that the Negro League legends got 99s. Max Clutch, Max Fielding. Max base running aggressiveness, that's a kind of cool stat. Uh, Buck O'Neill's insane. In my opinion, the order to take here is Jock, Mike Cameron, Zach Allen, and then sprinkle in the other two. That's my order. You might think differently, but that's what I'm doing. Do we have anything else here? We have 99, John Donaldson. What a good card. He will probably be given a shot in my rotation. 110 hit per nine. He's a lefty with max break, max velo, sinker, fork ball, slurve, four-seamer, And he can hit. I mean, Jesus, what a card. Um, And I think that, yes, that does it for the reward path. Now we talk Team Affinity. And (laughs) there's just so much here. I can't talk about every card, guys. I'm going to die if we do. But we'll talk about the big boys. There's a collection for Team Affinity, which is so cool. And at 15 cards, you get a Freddie Freeman that actually hits a little bit with his contact boost. Or with with his captain boost. So that's cool. Spencer Schreider... He's here. He's a captain. Now we start talking. 99 Shane McClanahan. I wish they'd find a way to give him a two-seamer at least. A fifth pitch to make him good. Because all of his cards have such good attributes. But because he doesn't have any meta pitch like that, it's going to be tough to get outs with him, if we're being honest. Luis Arias. What a card. They gave him 87 power versus right. With, With his swing, will play. Very much. Max Clutch as well, so he's never going to lose any contact. The 74 power versus left is what makes me upset. Uh, He's a second-base primary with first, third, shortstop, and left field. He might be cool as a second-base starter. He might be really cool as an I-must-make-contact pinch hitter because he can make a ton of contact. Matty Olsen. It sucks that he's so effing bad against lefties and that they didn't give him Max Clutch. What a cool card. A BR nightmare. Just falls short of the God Squad. J-Ram. Give me J-Ram. Did we have a connection issue again? SDS, sirs, and madams. Thank you. Jose Ramirez, second baseman. God squad second baseman. I can't wait to get him. He's going to be my second baseman. I love Corey Seager, but you just don't mess with Jose Ramirez's swing or positional flexibility or a little extra speed, a little more in the field. He switch hits. I mean, what a good card. Finally, a demon of a Jose Ramirez. I cannot wait to get him. And then lastly, a monster of a card in Corbin Carroll. At P5, he's max versus right. He's going to be max clutch. Great in the field. Max base running. The power versus left's a little low, but at 95, it's still very strong. Plus, it gets to 100. What a demon of a card. A a God Squad left fielder as soon as you get him, and I can't wait. Now, when we talk about other Team Affinity cards, some are built really well, and I'm going to go through those. You're going to hate me. D. Strange Gordon is built so well. His type of card, for some reason, plays... Max contact, max clutch, max bunt, please don't do it. Max base running, 92 in the field. This is built so well. I think he is worth a spot on your bench because he does play all... I mean, sorry, because he has base running ability, max in all three categories. Plus, he plays second short, left, center, right. He provides value and depth, and he's another one of those guys, if you must make contact, he can do it. And he's not going to hit into a lot of double plays. I think D-Strange Gordon is very good. Tommy LaStella, this card bangs absolutely so hard. He's an incredible BR card. That's it. Good in events too. But I actually think this card is built well. He's a lot of fun. I am upset that SDS continued to give us 97s in Team Affinity, but I think they did a much better job making these very usable. Some of them. And they have at least some utility. Uh, Mitch Hanniger is not one of the ones I want to... Joey Gallo, he's cool as long as there's nobody on base because 80 clutch tanks him. Uh, Aguilar Winker, he was bad, he was bad, he was bad, he was bad. Uh, Soroka, good card here. Sinker, cutter, 97 overall starting pitcher with 106 hit per nine. Very good. His problem is that 82K per nine means a lot of foul balls, but he's going to put the ball mostly where you want. 95 break is great. This this is a fun little card. He might might work for you. Uh, Same thing for Noah Syndergaard. Sinker, slurve, kind of a different delivery, at least in my opinion. Max Velo, max break. BB per 9 and control aren't incredible, but he throws hard. He has good hit per 9, good K per 9 for a starter. Might be worth your time. They gave us a Trey Turner. This card is not... Actually, you know what? F me. This card's good. He's got max clutch. He might be more of a bench option for you because you need the clutch to kick in against righties. But hey, it's it's a Trey Turner, and that means... That means he's a problem. Uh, David Dahl is fun to use. We don't need to go over him, though. Hyunjin Ryu has a sinker and a cutter, but his K per nine is so low that foul ball galore. Jake Peavy, sinker cutter. I just I can't use his delivery. It takes too effing long, but he's kind of fun. New legend this year, too. Um, he stinks. He stinks. Torrey Hunter has such a good damn swing. I hope they find a way to give us a jacked 99, because I will use it. Absolutely. Bad card, bad card. Salvi stinks. Scope. Jonathan Scope is incredible. He can very well be a second baseman for your God Squad, if you don't mind 76 vision. He has such a nice swing. And his offensive stats, or attributes rather, are built well. Plus his fielding's good. Looking at this card, I don't know how it's a 97. It's actually built really, really well. I think it's the vision that hurts him from getting to a 99. So that's why I say if you're good with his swing, screw the vision. Use this card. Actually, a very, very good card. Uh, Charlie Morton, Sinker, Cutter, Splitter. His control isn't great. His K per nine is low. But, Sinker, Cutter, Splitter, 12-6. He's not bad. And then we get into Captains. There are a lot of Captains. I think 95 John Schreiber for you might be usable. Because he has 119 hit per nine, and he has a sinker, plus he throws sidearm. So even though he's a captain, you could say, screw the Red Sox boost and just use him on his own. I think that's important for some of these captains, is making them usable on their own. Are there any more like that? 95 Tatis is super cool, by the way. Uh, Brandon Webb, you're probably not using this card. Yeah, you're not using that card. Uh, 95 Bob Feller, you're not using... They gave us a new Bob Gibson, but he's not that incredible like the 99. Um... 94 Alex Reyes, I think he's usable. Easy to get. Free. Team Affinity. Sinker. 122 hit per nine. Max Velo, max break. His control is horrible. But otherwise, he's got decent stuff. Um, that's probably really it here as far as incredibly viable cards. Um... Let's just give it one last cursory glance to make sure. Lou Trevino, not bad. Sinker cutter, funky delivery, throws hard. His control is also horse shit, though, so just be very careful. Plus 50 stamina as a reliever. Let's not forget that. That's important. Uh, And that's really it. 94 Garrett Crochet as a reliever is back. That's fun. Wish he had better pitch mix, but it is what it is. Um, Guys and girls, look at me in the face. Listen to me with your ears. This was such a good content drop. Set 3, to be better than Set 2, first of all, it's already started off on a high note. Second of all, it just needs to remain consistent. We're getting great cards this week with the draft and the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. I'm excited for the options that the All-Star Game and the All-Star Series and the Home Run Derby Series present for Set 3 because you can go back in time forever and get All-Stars and theme them to their performances. I'm hoping this is the season or the set we get 99 Carlos Stanton for being the All-Star Game MVP last year. I think there are options galore. I'm very happy that SDS acknowledged that there were balance problems with set two. I think that's very important of them to acknowledge. They've done a great job building things so far. I'm excited for where set three is going. I think if you've jumped ship and haven't played in a while, I understand, but I also think this is a very good gateway into getting back into things because there's a lot of fun here. There's a lot of stuff to do. So thank you guys for listening to a rather long episode. Thank you for dealing with my technical difficulties, and uh, I love you all. That's it. See you guys next time.